Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Skin cream that cures brain conditions. Nerium distributors claim it's possible, but what truly makes this MLM unique is the fact that they use and abuse their top salespeople to the point of nasty double-sided lawsuits. I've heard of people at the bottom of the pyramid complaining, but what about the top? Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode on Multi-Level Mondays. And today we're gonna be talking about the MLM known as Neora, or formerly known as Nerium. I'll refer to them mostly as Neora for consistency's sake today. And truthfully, I didn't know much about this skincare MLM, especially considering how oversaturated the market already is, but they're said to have had an aggressive public relations campaign, and they're also, well, a little cultish as one source puts it. So let's get into it and see what Neora is all about. Neora was launched in August, 2011 with their headquarters in Texas. They claim to have skincare and weight loss products that are backed by years of science and are proven to deliver results. Their founder and CEO, Jeff Olson, however, doesn't really seem to take statistics and data seriously. In an interview, he stated, "'I've been many things in my life, a college dropout, a beach bum, and complete financial failure, straight A student, top corporate manager, super achieving entrepreneur in a cutting edge industry, and complete financial success.'" Through these experiences, I've always thought of network marketing as having the perfect business model. For starters, your own business in network marketing requires minimal costs and in return offers maximum earning potential. It just makes sense. You work when you want, where you want, for the number of hours you want. You can even take your business globally. Especially popular with people looking for part-time flexible businesses, this business model allows you to essentially become the CEO of you. Jeff adds that he believes anyone, whether full or part-time, can benefit from network marketing. He claims that he loves the time freedom aspect that comes with MLMs, stating that sellers are in complete control of their lives. I guess he just neglected to mention that even though they control their hours, distributors can't control the products, shipping, marketing, or other crucial aspects that come with genuinely owning a company. Right off the bat, it's very difficult for me to believe that Neora is backed by scientific studies and data and proof when their founder seems to ignore the mountains of evidence that MLMs are predatory. But let's move on for now. Neora grew incredibly quickly. By 2012, just after a year of opening their doors, they were ranked number 86 by direct selling news and had over $100 million in revenue. The year after that, they had over $200 million in sales. Personally, I think that many direct sellers know that you need to join an MLM early to be at the top of the pyramid, even if they may not view it in that light. Saturation is inevitable with a growing MLM after all. Yet even sites that support MLMs have warned against Neora. Their impressive growth couldn't mask their incredibly shady behavior and questionable ethics. Nearly every year that they've operated, there's been a lawsuit or a serious complaint about how they operate. So let's start getting into that and we'll start with their products. 
Neora's products don't come cheap. One night cream is about $100 and a day cream is $77 when it's on sale. Their face wash is $40, 30 when it's on sale. Their contour cream is $80 on sale and over $100 at full price. The ingredient list for their products, to be quite frank with you, doesn't look very unique. The only thing they claim to have as a key ingredient that you won't see everywhere is oleander. And this poisonous plant has been used medicinally for centuries. And Neora claims it's a breakthrough in anti-aging skincare. Yet some sources claim that they've only published studies from the manufacturer and nothing has been reviewed by a third party. They say to avoid the product completely since the plant is toxic, while other sources say that it's incredibly difficult to find data about the company beyond what Neora says about itself. Derm Review writes, Amazon sells Nerium products, but the vast majority of products have less than 10 reviews, so it's difficult to get a sense of how customers genuinely rate the products. One exception is the Nerium age-defying eye serum, which has 205 reviews and a 3.5 star rating. 44% of customers give it a five star rating, while 28% give it one star. For those who say two words, the bomb, this stuff gets every puff out without burning your eyes like a lot of products. And I've tried a lot of different products of this type and this one works the best. One and two star reviews either say the product doesn't work or caused a negative reaction. Not happy with it, leaves a tacky film on the skin. Definitely a waste of money, wrote one customer, while another said it didn't work at all. And these reviews and in general, this thing from Derm Review was written before Nerium became Neora. So I'm sorry about any confusion there, but it's the same company. Anyway, oleander combined with licorice was used by ancient Babylonians to treat hangovers. And yet it was also used to trigger miscarriages. On one hand, it's definitely a potential irritant and it's apparently on Germany's regulatory agency list of unapproved herbs that haven't been proven to be safe or effective. On the other side of things, people swear by it for anti-aging skincare. So is it safe? Are Neora products dangerous in any way? Well, one lawsuit would say absolutely. Back in 2017, Christina Swiatek sued Neora because of the chemical burns of their flagship product, the night cream, and what it did to her skin. She claimed that Neora knew there were adverse and severe reactions to their product, but they failed to inform consumers and distributors of prior reported events. The lawsuit also accused Nerium of training or encouraging distributors, Neora calls them brand partners, to attempt to persuade consumers who experienced adverse reactions to keep silent. They did this in conscious disregard for the safety, comfort, and well-being of customers to continue to reap the financial benefits from the sale of that product. Christina said that this caused permanent skin damage, so this isn't any insignificant change either. She later entered a confidential settlement with Neora as well as Natura Tech, who's in charge of development and manufacturing of the products. Although everyone reacts differently to skincare, I think it's fair to say that this is at least a little bit concerning. Since the lawsuit was settled, I can't say for sure that Neora does tell their distributors to tell people what, you know, to lie or tell the truth or ignore adverse reactions. We don't know because it was settled. However, given how other MLMs like Monet insist to their distributors and customers that hair shedding is normal, well, I wouldn't be surprised if Neora had some sort of similar tactic. Now that we've got a bit of background into who Neora is and what they sell, let's talk a bit about how they market their products and the several lawsuits they've had in relation to that. Neora has pretty expectedly made some inappropriate health and income claims to sell their products and more importantly, lure in potential distributors. Truth and Advertising or TINA filed a complaint with the FTC against the company in 2016, listing what these are. 
They have an entire health and income claim database, both of which will be available in my sources if you'd like to take a look at the whole thing yourself. Now, as for these health claims, there's been everything from acne, eczema, and chronic inflammation claims to brain conditions. Nerium sellers have literally said that it will repair neurons to have a healthy brain accompanied by graphics of brains with ADHD, PTSD, bipolar disorder, and depression. I think we all know the phrase, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, but this surpasses that and goes into, if it claims to cure everything, it's probably a scam. There's also been health claims about it helping Parkinson's, rosacea, and other skin conditions. In 2017, distributors added ADHD, Alzheimer's, strokes, dementia, brain injuries, concussion, prevention, and anxiety onto the list of things that Neora could help cure. Many of these claims were made on social media platforms like Facebook without any scientific proof to back up those claims. Around the same time, distributors also made consistent income claims without, again, any evidence. Whether it was on Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, or wherever, distributors implied that they and you could make millions of dollars with Neora. They literally called Jeff Olson a millionaire maker and said that there were 29 Neora millionaires and only four years of operation. It makes me wonder how many thousands and thousands of people had to lose money to make these millionaires, honestly. While there's little evidence to back up that you can really live the life you've dreamed of working for Neora, their own income disclosure is some strong evidence that you can't really do what they say you can. Only five people make over half a million dollars with Neora, the average being 880,000. Funny because that Facebook post we mentioned called Jeff Olson a millionaire maker. And I guess he is, but only for himself. There's 13 people in the second highest tier, 65 in the third, 71 in the fourth, and from there, the numbers start to grow with the vast majority of distributors, over 22,000 of them, making below $5,000 a year. About 15,000 of that 22,000 make under $1,000 a year. Oh, and in regards to Jeff making himself a millionaire, well, although I said that in jest, there's actually quite a bit of truth to it. In July, 2019, Tina wrote, According to a complaint filed yesterday against Neora, the company is breaching a confidential settlement agreement that it entered into one year ago with the original maker of Nerium products, Nerium Biotechnology. The complaint alleges that after diverting millions of dollars into his own pockets that could have gone to biotech, the CEO of Neora, Jeff Olson, agreed to pay biotech $10 million and give up Nerium's international name, history, star product, and the goodwill associated therewith. The complaint goes on to claim that Neora is engaged in a false advertising campaign in which it is using old Nerium before and after images to sell new Neora products. Biotech also states in the complaint that beginning in August, 2019, its Nerium products will be sold through the MLM company, Pure. Neora removed these before and after photos and the lawsuit was voluntarily dropped. But to simplify, they were sued by a supplier for false product testimonials. And that is a massive yikes on trikes from me, which by the way, merch available that says, yeah, contracts, it's in the store. As you can probably tell from the truth in advertising quotation, this was around the time that Neora was changing its name. The way they recycled these before and after photos and made false statements so damning that a supplier had to get involved, well, that should tell you a lot about the company. They settled by purchasing Nerium Biotechnology's minority ownership interest, but this whole ordeal was yet another mess Nerium and Jeff created for themselves. Their actions are deceptive, plain and simple, and we're still not even at the worst of it yet. Tina also said that their star distributors, such as Anna Camp, instructed newbie distributors to focus on recruitment as opposed to sales. Camp told them, quote, 
I actually started out leading with the business, not necessarily leading with the product because I thought, wow, you know, 100 bucks a month with the shipping and tax for auto ship, that's nothing to run a multiple million dollar business. I really want to help you guys with this kind of recruiting mindset on this call because the recruiting part is, it creates so much leverage for you, it's mind blowing. I'm always thinking about recruiting that person into my business first and foremost. Your focus should be on that, recruiting. Hmm, you know, this all sounds like a bit of a shape I might be just a hair familiar with. Is it a triangle? No, 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 that's close. Wait, it. wait, what is it? Oh, that's right. It sounds like that's the hallmark of a pyramid scheme. This is all marketing and we've seen this before. Deceptive claims are so common with MLMs that they might as well come with the territory at this point. What is it that makes Neora so aggressive with their marketing? Well, they don't care if you don't endorse them. They'll make you endorse them. In 2013, just a couple years after opening, actor Ray Liotta sued Neora for faking an endorsement from him. Aside from the eye-roll-worthy puns about how this company got under his skin on ABC News, this is genuinely damaging. Ray claimed that they used a before and after photo of his skin for a product that he never used. Ray called Neora nothing more than a pyramid scheme that uses doctored before and after photos. I've never heard of Nerium, let alone use their products, he said in a statement after filing the suit. They can deal with those doctored photos in court. And I would be absolutely outraged if someone doctored photos of me to promote a product I've never even heard of, let alone that product is part of a pyramid scheme. It makes it all the worse. Reality TV star Mike Shued from Shaws of Sunset was also part of the suit since he's used the photos as well. Mike, as far as I can tell, was simply using his fame to build a downline as his post on social media talked about building an empire, not selling a product that he believed in. But this lawsuit again was settled and no details were given. The next year, yet another lawsuit slid across Neora's desk when Angela Prejean sued them for breach of contract, fraud, conversion, and unjust enrichment. According to the suit, Angela began selling their products in February, 2012 and attained the ranking of brand partner. When she went up a level, she received company policies and procedures that were intended to control the details of her work for the defendant. This formed the basis of a contract. Angela managed to climb that pyramid pretty quickly as she joined Neora in the early days and was bringing in a minimum of $75,000 worth in sales every month for Neora. Now, as a note, she wasn't actually making that much for herself, but just achieving those numbers in sales. In August of that year, she was given a $25,000 bonus for her hard work and as part of her promotion. According to the suit, Throughout this time period, plaintiff was having issues with her superior's defendant Forrester and defendant Jeff Olson. In October, 2012, Jeff Olson oversaw a settlement agreement that required defendant Forrester to compensate plaintiff by ensuring that individuals downstream from plaintiff were given their proper promotions. By withholding the proper rank advancement of these brand partners who were downstream from plaintiff, she was deprived of the commission payments that she was owed under the policies and procedures of defendant Nerium. Once plaintiff brought this information to Nerium's attention, her business relationship with the company began to deteriorate. Plaintiff was ultimately terminated from defendant Nerium in November, 2013. In other words, Angela's pyramid began to fall apart because of Neora's actions. I really hope that she reconsidered MLM marketing after this and seeing all the damage it's done. Not only did Neora misrepresent what they are as an MLM and how much someone could actually earn, but there were plenty of other questionable actions that took place in the suit as well. Angela claimed a part of Neora terminating her was because she reported Forrester sexually harassing her too. As far as I can tell, this lawsuit was either dropped or settled. And again, there isn't much information about it. 
Nura did face a few other lawsuits along the way. In one, they sued two former brand partners for soliciting other brand partners to join them with a competitor. And this is a pretty common suit among MLMs, but even after all of this though, the worst, it's still to come. Now, before we get into the giant class action lawsuit that was filed against Neora, accusing them of being a pyramid scheme, let's just take a quick moment to thank today's awesome sponsors. Thanks to Avast One for sponsoring today's episode. So many of us are working from home right now with less virus protection, all while there's troubling stories coming out regularly about cyber attacks that disrupt our basic infrastructure. So it's time we all had a serious think about our cybersecurity. Avast has been a global leader in cybersecurity for more than 30 years and is trusted by over 435 million users. Avast One's award-winning antivirus stops viruses and malware from harming your devices. They provide ransomware protection that secures your personal photos, documents, and other files from being modified, deleted, or encrypted by ransomware attacks. Plus, they provide firewall protection so you can keep personal information secure and prevent attacks that seek to access your computers and steal your data. Avast prevents 1.5 billion attacks every month. And with Avast One, you can confidently take control of your online world without worrying about viruses, phishing attacks, ransomwares, hacking attempts, and other cyber crimes. If you want to learn more about Avast One and try them out today, make sure to go to avast.com. Again, that's simply avast.com. Everyone loves ordering stuff from the comfort of their PJs, but we all face doubt when we see that promo code field taunting us at checkout. If only we had that magic code to save that 15%. Well, that's where Honey steps in. Honey is the online shopping tool that scours the internet like a discount pirate searching for buried promo codes and then applies the best ones to your cart. It's like getting coupons without ever having to keep track of them or even remembering to use them. And Honey is super easy to use. You just install it on your browser and then shop like you normally would. When you're ready to check out, the Honey button drops down and it auto applies any working code straight to your cart and voila, saves you money. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by using it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the channel. So get started today and go get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash MLM. That's joinhoney.com slash MLM. Finally, in 2017, a class action lawsuit was filed accusing Neora of being a pyramid scheme. The plaintiffs in this suit alleged that Neora, then Nerium, touted how it generated a billion dollars in sales after just four years. Yet these sales were based on recruitment and not actual product sales. Plaintiffs also said that they couldn't even sell some of the creams because they quote, smelled bad and did not provide the health benefits marketed, end quote. This lawsuit discussed not only how Neora's health claims couldn't be verified, but how their income claims were nothing more than empty promises. It reads that in 2014, only 1.4% of Nerium brand partners made gross sales over $10,000, which didn't factor in all their expenses and purchase of products either. Nearly all Nerium brand partners did not earn net profit, the suit reiterated. The cultish vibe is also mentioned in this lawsuit as several glass door complaints are brought up too. One of the most interesting reviews to me reads, where do I start? The product is very expensive and it's hard to get people to keep buying it. You have to convince them to come on board and sell it to get theirs cheaper or free. Not everyone wants to sell and you get a lot of no's. 
someone can get Botox and Juvederm cheaper than they can get a few months of this. The before and after pics always seem to be in different light, so it's hard to say if they're still working. It didn't work for me or the three people I sold it to. The ones that are really into it, it seems like a cult, almost like the Church of Nerium. Glory be to God in Nerium is what they say. It's laughable. These people are borderline nuts. Some sites have called it a financial cult that promises riches and former employees have confirmed as much. The love bombing when you join, the promises that they're going to help you, convincing you to isolate yourself from friends and family that don't believe in your scam, opposing critical thinking or being upset when you don't believe them. Yeah, classic signs. Unfortunately, those are also some incredibly common themes among MLMs in general. I won't say that Neora is without a doubt a cult, but they do seem to have quite a few characteristics of one. This lawsuit obviously didn't look good for Neora, though in September, 2018, a federal judge granted a motion to compel arbitration filed by Nerium and three of the defendants. Even so, top distributors began jumping ship following the lawsuit. Funnily enough, one of these top couples, the Smiths, actually sued Nerium because Nerium had poached them from another MLM, prepaid legal, now known as Legal Shield, which I did an episode on them a couple months to almost a year ago. They're a mess too. So Neora can poach other people, but if someone does it to them, as we mentioned earlier, they sue. It sounds hypocritical, right? Anyway, the Smiths had their own messy falling out with Neora around this time and joined Juness instead, along with other top earners. When the Smiths sued, it was for fraud, breach of oral contract and written contract, breach of implied covenant of good faith and fair dealing, a hostile work environment, harassment, unfair wage and hour business practices, and a whole slew of things you don't wanna be accused of. The suit also reads, on January 6th or 7th of 2012, Jeff Olson met with Mark and Tammy Smith at the Hilton Anaheim, located at 777 West Convention Way, Anaheim, California, to reiterate the terms of the ownership promises. At this meeting, Jeff Olson made the following promises to the Smiths on behalf of himself and Nerium International. One, Mark Smith and Tammy Smith would each receive a 5% equity interest in Nerium International. The Smiths together would own 10% of Nerium International. Two, the Smiths would be named co-founders of Nerium International. And three, Nerium International would pay the Smiths a combined 15% royalty in perpetuity on all the back office subscription fees generated by Nerium International, which was subsequently referred to as Nerium Edge. During this meeting, Jeff Olson said, you will be a co-founder of Nerium and you will own 10% of the company. I know that you own 10% of Nerium, you know that you own 10% of Nerium, and I will make sure that it is properly documented. In addition, Olson repeatedly assured the Smiths that there was nothing improper or illegal about moving from one multi-level marketing company to another, and if the Smiths did not initiate contract with their brand partners, it would be acceptable to discuss their partners coming with them to Nerium International if the network partners made the first inquiry on the subject. Olson assured the Smiths that he considered that appropriate. Yet Olson apparently had no intention to uphold his promises. He wanted Smith's downline at prepaid if I had to guess. And when they left him for Juness, Olson threw a fit. At least that's how it appears from the outside looking in. Nerium in their own suit complains that the Smiths, despite being given a plum position and making millions, demanded more perks, more money and equity. You know, it's funny to hear this because I feel like we'll often hear distributors say that if you just work hard and don't give up, you'll find success in multi-level marketing. But here Nerium is admitting in their own suit that quote, the Smiths had success at Nerium handed to them on a silver platter when they were installed as the top brand partner, end quote. So which is it? If you work really hard in an MLM, you'll find success 
Or are the tippy top spots at the pyramid already being given away to those that are poached from other MLMs? Because more and more frequently, it's starting to sound like the latter and is a disturbingly common occurrence. The Smith's lawsuit against Neora was brought into arbitration and then voluntarily dismissed. So once again, it's a bit hazy about what happened here. I've got little sympathy for Neora or the top earners that left because they're just as bad, if not worse. Even so, at least this is further proof against an MLM. So I'll count that as a win. It's also worth noting that even though we're very used to MLMs making promises to distributors and those at the bottom of the pyramid, they still pull off some shady tactics amongst each other, allegedly though. After all this, Neora was in desperate need of a facelift for their own company. Good thing their products can heal anything, right? Nerium became Neora in January, 2019. Between top distributors joining their competitors, the lawsuit with their supplier, and the mountains and mountains of false claims, it's hardly any wonder that they wanted to escape the Nerium name. Truth in advertising claimed that they framed the maneuver as a bold rebranding and reinvention as they move into the future, never looking back, which begs the question, why does Nerium never want to look back? Well, as Tina states, In addition to the name change, Nerium says there will be new global headquarters for Neora and a revolutionary compensation plan. But other than that, it doesn't seem that much is changing. It appears that the same leadership will remain in position, the same skincare products and supplements will be sold, and the same Nerium N logo will be tailored for Neora. Co-founder and chief sales and marketing officer, Amber Olson Rourke spins it this way. Before launching Neora, we looked at the products, the brand, and the opportunity from every angle so we could create a revolutionary new business model that richly rewards you for your efforts without all the gotchas. This is an opportunity to get in on the ground floor of a company that can help you live the life of your dreams, and it is built on the foundation of seven years of success. But that foundation has been crumbling lately. Companies change their names for a variety of reasons, but one common motivating factor for a rebranding is to escape a checkered past. And let's be honest, the past few years have not been a bed of roses for Nerium, despite its assertions to the contrary. Here are just a few reasons that the company may well prefer to disappear its past. From here, Tina lists how they filed a complaint about the inappropriate health and income claims, the class action suit of 2017, and the issue with the Smiths. All of this seems, well, like a pretty good reason to try and get away from their old name and move on to a new one. However, if Neora thought their rebranding was about to keep them out of trouble, then they were dead wrong. Because on November 1st, 2019, the FTC announced that they were suing Jeff Olson and Neora for operating as a pyramid scheme. Their lawsuit also mentions two related companies, Signum Biosciences and Signum Neutralogics that supply supplements to Neora. The FTC added that Neora also falsely promotes brain health supplements and brought up how they would market themselves as an anecdote to concussions, Alzheimer's, and more, like we mentioned earlier. Neora's own scheme served as evidence for the FTC, and according to the complaint, one of Nerium's top earners advised in a 2015 promotional video that there are three things brand partners should do to explode their business. Number one, recruit. Number two, recruit. Number three, recruit. The FTC also brought up the numerous financial claims, their deceptive marketing, and in essence, everything we've talked about thus far. The lawsuit still proves to be an interesting read though, and it reveals just how badly Neora treated their employees and how quickly distributors realized that they made a mistake after signing up. Apparently, about 92% of brand partners quit within six months of signing up, and according to Neora, less than 1% of all rewards paid by the company consist of commissions paid on the sale of products to retail customers. The complaint also clarifies that Neora never really pays for a Lexus for anybody, like how you see other MLMs promising cars if you reach a certain status. 
Instead, they just provide a check to be used towards a Lexus lease, which even then a distributor has to maintain a certain rank to continually qualify for. It's a monthly bonus you need to keep earning again and again, so it's not a free car. The lawsuit also states, in fact, Nerium charges its BP, brand partners or distributors, various fees, which typically are far greater than any compensation they pay the BPs. In particular, Nerium BPs have to pay out of their own pockets fees for sales aids, business cards, letterhead, and registration at multiple conferences, including Nerium's annual multi-day Get Real conference. In addition, Nerium charges its BPs $30 per month for access to its Nerium Edge back office platform, which allows access to Nerium's mobile app and is the exclusive source for most of Nerium's training and promotional aids, as well as all information regarding the BP's customers. Due to these numerous fees, according to Nerium's most recent data, more than 95% of Nerium BPs paid more to Nerium each month than they earned in commissions and bonuses. Even amongst only the active BPs, Nerium itself reports that the average annual earnings for a BP are only $65. Those earnings are gross, not net. That meager sum does not take into account the significant amounts most BPs are forced to pay for unwanted products to remain active. Once again, I'm feeling like there's absolutely nothing redeemable about Nerium or Neora, given how they've treated their distributors and hell, even some of their top tier ones too. Everything that they've done from their pushy marketing to their false claims show me that even if they had incredible skincare, I would rather go elsewhere than give them a single dollar. Of course, the entire complaint is over 40 pages and there's some gems that are buried in there still. Like on page 31, where advertisements from ME Sports website discuss Alzheimer's, its symptoms, and then link back to Nerium. And no, I don't mean advertisements such as distributors promoting the product, but the sports site itself. This likely reached far more people than a distributor's Facebook page. And because it's coming from a source that isn't a simple social media post, I'd be willing to wager that people are more likely to believe them. A few days after this lawsuit was announced, the FTC posted yet another article about them and said in no uncertain terms that Neora is an illegal pyramid scheme. Even though this article doesn't really reveal any new information, the FTC wanted to make it abundantly clear that Neora is no business opportunity. But Neora didn't go down easily, absolutely not. See, on the same day the FTC filed their lawsuit, Neora filed a lawsuit against the FTC saying that they're trying to improperly change direct selling laws. And this, if anything, should show how absolutely broken direct selling laws are in the US. The FTC went ahead and had to prove that they were operating as a pyramid scheme. But because Neora has been operating as a legal pyramid scheme for years, and as I would argue many MLMs do, they strike back and say, well, this pyramid scheme is legal and you can't stop me. Neora's lawsuit against the FTC read, the FTC has repeatedly recognized that MLMs are dependent upon the recruitment of new business opportunity participants as their sales force, that paying compensation for product purchases made by the business participant sales force for their own end use is legal. And the most people who join legitimate MLMs make little money, no money, or lose money. Nevertheless, the FTC has now enunciated these very same features of legitimate MLMs somehow make them illegal pyramid schemes. And frankly, and possibly surprising, I don't actually disagree with Neora here because the laws do need to be clearer. Otherwise, MLMs actually have a leg to stand on in court, just like Amway did in their own landmark case in 1979. So yeah, I totally agree. We should absolutely tighten up those laws and start getting more of these companies in trouble. So yeah, I agree. Thankfully though, Neora's lawsuit was dismissed in 2020. And as far as I'm aware, since there's been no updates to the contrary, the case against Neora is still ongoing. By the time this episode is released, that might change. But as of writing this, Neora has not been shut down in any way. 
In fact, they're actively still defending themselves online. Even though my sources and the paperwork itself says that the court granted the FTC's motion to dismiss Neora's countersuit, Neora and Jeff Olson claim that they requested to dismiss their own case. I'm sure it makes them feel or look better saying they chose to dismiss it rather than the FTC saying like, no, but you know, okay, go off. Jeff Olson and Neora have also responded with a small series of videos explaining why they believe the FTC is wrong. It's posted to their site, which leads you to an unlisted link on YouTube. And I find it a bit funny how the videos are unlisted because that tells me they don't really want to speak about this publicly and out themselves as being targeted by the FTC if they don't have to, but that's just my opinion. In the first part of this little series, Jeff Olson questioned how he was supposed to know the FTC was going to change their guidelines years later. Another executive co-CEO, Deborah Heise, says that they wanna keep their business model to save the businesses of those that work under them. This small series is truly filled with buzzwords and fluff. It says nothing in a lengthy amount of time, but all that Neora really tells their audience is that things are business as usual. In regards to the claims, Deborah says that they police their distributors and have them remove posts that make health claims and educate them as to what they can and cannot say, but doesn't really address more than that. She also says in another one of these episodes that they hired an economist to review their data who came back and cleared them of being a pyramid scheme, whereas the FTC hasn't shared their data about Neora at this time. The sad thing is that according to the updates we do have, a judge granted Neora one part of their plea, that the FTC can't seek monetary relief. No massive fines for Olson and Neora, it seems. The pyramid scheme lawsuit still stands, and if the FTC wins, there's a chance Neora could be forced to be shut down or upheave their operations completely. Even if that does happen though, I feel like it would be a small victory. Olson gained so much money and the damage has already been done. All we can do now is hope for that small victory and that Neora will someday have to be forced to close its doors. So with all of that being said, that's where I'm going to end today's episode of Multi-Level Mondays. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure that you're liking, following, and subscribing so that you can stay up to date on all the latest episodes. And if you wanna catch up with me and what I'm doing outside of these episodes, make sure to go to my Linktree link. It's gonna have all of my links for my social media and other various projects that I'm involved in. So thank you all so much for making it to another episode. And I appreciate you spending a couple moments of your Monday with me or whenever you're listening to this and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.